0: Welcome to Zichudavsi, Mani member by Avram Goldai, and today Masechus, Megillah Tav, Chaf, Gimel, the third of Omed. The Zichud Maseches Megillah program has been generously sponsored by the Queen's Zikhru Chabura. So the three thoughts we're going to focus on: number one, the Gemara seeks to determine the author of the following Brisa. on Yanta we come later to Shul and are quick to leave. Rush explains that we come later because we're preparing the Suda, and we're quick to leave because of Simchas Yanta. On Yom Kippur, we're quick to come to shul and leave late. We come earlier because there's no suitor to prepare. On Shabbos, we're quick to come and quick to go. Rashi explains that since the meal has already been prepared, we can come earlier. It's also ideal so kriyashma can be done before sunrise. People are quick to go so they have more time to enjoy Shabbos. The Gemara initially suggests that the author of the Bryce is Rabbi Kiva since he holds that there are seven people called to the Torah on Yom Kippur and only six on Shabbos, hence the delay in leaving on Yom Kippur. It concludes that the author can even be Rabbi Shmo who holds that on Shabbos there are seven people called to the Torah and on Yom Kippur there are only six. The reason for the delay in leaving Shon on Yom Kippur is because the order of the day is very long given all the extra tfilos Point number two, the Gemara as Hani Shloshah Chamishah V'shivak what do the three readers of the Torah from Monday, Thursday, and Shabbos Mincha, the five readers for Yontav, and the seven readers for Shabbos, correspond to? One Amorah holds, Keneged Birchus Kohanim. They correspond to the number of words in the three psukim of Birchus Kohanim, while another Amorah holds that the three Torah readers are Keneged Shoshua Shoshu Shomri Asaf, correspond to the three guardians at the door who are responsible for the temple needs and with the keys to the Azara. Hamishim, Aroah, Pnei Amalch. Five readers correspond to the five who saw the king's face, who always sit with him. Shiva, Aroah, Pnei Amalch. The seven readers refer to the royal attendants who saw the king's face, which Rashi explains refers to Akashveresh of seven Persian and Median officers who were close advisors. Tosos disagrees with Rashi and says it refers to the seven attendants of Jewish royalty mentioned in Yermiyahu. Rashi explains that the Chumim institute these various numbers of readers in order that the Torah reading be accorded royal honor. And pointing with you the next Mishnah lists several activities that must be done in the presence of a minion such as the Chazun Rasayan the the Torah reading, and the reading of the Muftir. The Gemara asks for the source for these halachas, and Rabbi Bar-Abba said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that the Pasuk states, and I will be sanctified in the midst of Bnei Yisrael. Any matter of Kedusha should not have less than ten men. The Gemara asks how it's known that ten men are required, and brings that Rabbi taught a Gezer Shaba that connects the word Toch in the Pasuk to the word Toch in the Parsh of Korach separate yourself from the congregation. And there's another Gezer Shav that connects the word Aida in the Parsha of Korach to the word Aida in the Parsha of Meraglim. How long shall this evil congregation exist? Therefore, we learn that just as there were ten men in the episode of the Meraglim, so too there were ten in the Parsha of Korach, and therefore ten men are referred to in the Pasach discussing in Kedusha. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gmurah seeks to determine the author of the following b'risa. Byonta Mahun Lavo Um Maharin we come later to Shu and are quick to leave. Rach explains that we come later because we're preparing the Suda and we're quick to leave because of Simchasyantav. Biomikipurim Maharin On Yom Kippur we're quick to come to Shu and leave late. We come earlier because there's no Suda to prepare. Maharin On Shabis we're quick to come and quick to go. Rush explains that since the meal has already been prepared, we can come earlier. It's also ideal so Kriishma can be done before sunrise. People are quick to go, so they have more time to enjoy Shabbos. The Gomorrah initially suggests that the author of this prices would be Kiva, since he holds that there are seven people called to the Torah in Yom Kippur and only six on Shabbos, hence the delay in leaving on Yom Kippur. It concludes that the author can even be Rabbi Shmo, who holds that on Shabbos there are seven people called to the Torah and in Yom Kippur there are only six. The reason for the delay in leaving Shul on Yom Kippur is because the order of the day is very long Given all the extra Tfilos. Point to the Gemara asks, Hani What do the three readers of the Torah for Monday, Thursday, and Shabbos Mincha? The five readers for Yantav and the seven readers for Shabbos, correspond to. One more holds, they correspond to the number of words in the three Psukim of Birkus Khanim. While another moral holds that the three Torah readers are Kenegad Shlosha Shomri corresponding to the three guardians of the door who responds for the temple needs and know the keys to the Azara. Chamisha Meroy Panea HaMilk, five readers correspond to the five who saw the king's face, who always sit with him. Shiva wrote Panea Melk, the seven readers refer to the royal attendants who saw the king's face, which Rashi explains refers to Akashveroshah's seven Persian and Median officers who are close advisors. Tosus disagrees and says it refers to the seven attendants of Jewish royalty mentioned in Yirmiyahu. Rush explains that the Chambim institute these various numbers of readers in order that the Torah reading be accorded royal honor. I'm pointing with to you the next mishloah. There's several activities that must be done in the presence of a minion, such as the chazan reciting the shemunah esrei, birchas gohanim, the Torah reading, and the reading of maftir. The Gemara asks for the source of these halachas. and Rabbi Chilbar Abba said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that the pasuk states minik betok b'toch b'nei Yisrael, I will be sanctified in the midst of b'nei Israel. Called d'abish b'kiddusha, yehi sorry, Any matter of kiddusha should not have less than ten men. The Gemara asks how it's known that ten men are required, and brings a rabbi Chilbar taught that connects the word toch in the Pasach, to the word Toch, in the Parsha of Korach. he badumi mitocha-eda, separate yourself from the congregation. And there's another shava that connects the word Eda, in the Parsha of Korach, to the word Ada in the Parsha of the Meraglim. Ad-masai le'idah how long shall this evil congregation exist? Therefore, we learn that just as there were ten men in the episode of Meraglim, so too there were ten men in the Parsha of Korach, and therefore ten men are referred to in the Pasach, discussing Kedusha. All right, so now we go to our Simodah Gimel, and our standard Simodach is Kugelach, Kugelach is a game the kids play. It's like jacks. So Kugelach is the same. Here goes. The excited Kugelach players who are quick to come to the tournament and playing to be quick to leave for the pizza party afterwards were seated at tables with three, five, and seven players while their fathers made a minion together, each one dominating for a son's success. Once again, in slow motion. The excited Kugelach players, Kugelach players, that must be learned off, Chav Gimel. The excited Kugelach players who are quick to come to the tournament and planning to be quick to leave for the pizza party afterwards, which reminds that the Gemara seeks to determine the author of the following Bryce that says that Yantu we come later to Shul and are quick to leave. Which Rashi explains we come later because we're preparing the Suda and quick to leave because of Simchas Yantav. On Yom Kippur, we're quick to come to Shul and leave late. We come early because there's no Suda to prepare, and on Shabbos we are quick to come and quick to go where she explains that since the meal has already been prepared, we can come earlier, it's also ideal so kriyashma can be done before sunrise. People are quick to go, so they have more time to enjoy Shabbos. So the excited Kugel players who are quick to come to the tournament and planning to be quick to leave for the pizza party afterwards were seated at tables with three, five, and seven players, which reminds us what do the three readers of the Torah for Monday, Thursday, and Shabbos, the five readers for Yantav and the seven readers for Shabbos correspond to, so one and more holds is connected Birchus kohanim. They correspond to the number of words in the three psukim and Virkus Gohani. The other Amora says they're connected different levels of royal attendance. So the excited Kuglak players were quick to come to the tournament and planning to be quick to leave. For the pizza party afterwards, were seated at tables with three, five, and seven players, while their fathers made a minion together, each one davening for his son's success. Which reminds us, so we learn from the pasuk in Yiddashti, but Menesrael, I'll be sanctified in the midst of benayisrael. That any matter of kedusha shall not have less than ten men. The question how it's known that ten men are required. and brings that Rishyah taught a shav that connects the word Tokh in the pasuk to the word Tokh in the, pasuk, to the, tokh in the Parsha of Korach. He bottomly toh and connects the word ed in the pasuk of Korach to the word Ada in, in, in the pasuk of the Meraglim. So once again. The excited Kugelov players who were quick to come to the tournament and planning to be quick to leave for the pizza party afterwards were seated at tables with three, five, and seven players while their fathers made a minion together, each one duvening for his son's success. All right, now it's time for four floor block Duff yutes, so the similar Duff Utes is a yacht. So here goes. The passengers on the yacht, yacht, that must mean one Duff, Yutes. The passengers on the yacht from the walled city who decide to stay over in the quaint seaside unwalled town on the 14th. Which reminds us, of the next mission of states, Ben-Ir Shehalach who Ben-Krach Shehalach HaIr, a town dweller that went to a walled city or a walled city dweller that went to an unwalled town, if he'll return to his place, he reads them on the same day as those in his regular place. But if he'll not return, he reads with them, referring to the people in the place that he's visiting. And Rabbi said this only applies in the case of a town dweller who will return to his town on the night of the 14th. But if he'll still be in the town in the morning, he reads with the people in the town. So the passengers on the yacht from the walled city who decide to stay over in the quaint seaside unwalled town on the 14th, fulfill their chiyuv of listening to the whole Megillah read from beginning to end, which reminds us that there's a four-way melchooks regarding how much of the Megillah must be read for one to fulfill his chiyuv. Does Kol all the acts of power, refer to the acts of Ahasuerus, Mordechai Haman, or the beginning of the Nase, when Ahasuerus couldn't sleep? So, the passengers on the yacht from the walled city, who decide to stay over in the quaint seaside unwalled town on the 14th, Fulfilled their chiv of listening to the whole Megillah, read from beginning to end, in the shul with an iron in the shape of the luchos that had a Megillah painted on it, Which reminds me, bar Abba said regarding the Pasuk about the luchos, Ba'alem, and the writing on them was according to all the words that Hashem spoke to you on the mountain. This teaches that, of course, Baruch Hu Rabbeinu, all the fine interpretations of the Torah, and the fine interpretations of the rabbis, and what the Chamim would innovate in the future. The grass, what the Khamim originated, and answers, Mikra Megillah, the reading of the Megillah. Daf Chav, so the Sim Daf Chav is a cafe. So here goes. The daytime mitzvah cafe, cafe, that must mean we're in Chav. The daytime mitzvah cafe, which was always busy after Megillah readings, embraces Milas, which reminds us that more brings us sources for how we know that the mitzvahs of reading the Megillah, Mila, Tefillah, and hazot and the Tefillah of Shomer's Yom Keneged Yom are done during the day. So. The daytime mitzvah cafe, which was always busy after McGill readings and milas opened early out of for the workers holding spears, which reminds us the mission and state of Akulon She'atz Moshe'al al Shachar, kasha, and all these cases, if they did the mitzvah. From the first ray of dawn, it's kosher, and it brings the source, and Then we did the work with half of them holding spears from the first ray of dawn until the stars came out. So, the daytime mitzvah cafe, which was always busy after McGill reading's Ambris Milahs, opened early at a Moda for the workers holding spears, and was always closed at night for the reaping of the omer and burning of sacrificial fats, Which reminds us, the next mishnah lists 20 mitzvahs that may be performed the entire day, and then lists two mitzvahs that are coached the entire night. Because here's the omer, lahakir cholavim e'varim. And the mishnah concludes, this is the general rule. Any mitzvah that must be done during the day may be performed any time during the day, and any mitzvah that must be done at night may be performed any time during the night. The Lord brings a source of each of the mitzvahs to prove that they are either daytime mitzvahs or nighttime mitzvahs. Dav Chafalv. The sim Dav Chafalv is a car pronounced Ka by people from Boston. So here goes. The boy dressed up as a racing car. Ka. Ka. That must more Chafalv. The boy dressed up as a racing car on Purim, sitting next to the balkor who stood for Kriya Satora, but sat for Crisa Magilla, which reminds us that the Megillah may be read standing or sitting unlike the reading of the Torah, which must be done standing. So the boy dressed up as a racing car on Purim, sitting next to the balkor who stood for Kriya Torah, but sat for Crisa. Satora, Honked his horn when the bracha of Haravas Riveinu was recited, which reminds us the more goes through the brachas before and after the reading of the Megillah. Before the Megillah is Menach, which stands for Mikra Megillah Al Hanisim and after the reading, it's Haravas Riveinu. So the boy dressed up as a racing Ka on sitting next to the Balkor who stood for Kriyas Torah, but sat for Kriyas Hamegillah. Honked his horn when the bracha of Haravas Riveinu was recited and flashed his lights for the three Aliyahs and Temsukimin. A Torah, which reminds us, the Gemara gives reasons for why there are three aliyahs for Mondays, Thursdays, and a Minchan Shabbos, and why there are a minimum of ten psukim read. Dath so Chabes, the Sim Daf Chabes is a cab. So here goes. The cab, cab, that more learned Daf The cab pulled up at the shul with two passengers who are going to get their two aliyahs from five psukim, which reminds us that we have a Malkokos Rabban Abin Shmuel regarding what to do when there are two aliyahs sharing five psukim, when the rule is that one who reads the Torah must read a minimum of three psukim. Rob says that the second Aliyah re-reads the third Pasuk since we don't split Psukim that Moshe did not split. And Shmuel holds Paskin and they do split the third Pasuk in half because of a gazera of people coming late or leaving early who will think that one of the Aliyahs was only two Psukim. So the cab pulled up at the shul with two passengers who were going to get their two aliyahs from Vibsukim, when a second cab pulled up with a person getting the third aliyah on the day of Atinas, which reminds us we have a rule that on Atinas and Tishbev, where there's B'tomolecha, a loss of work that would come from delaying people in shul, there are only three aliyahs. And when there is no B'tomolecha, such as on Rosh Chodesh and Cholomoed, there are four aliyahs. So the cab pulled up at the shul with two passengers who are going to get their two aliyahs, from five Sukim, when a second cab pulled up with a person getting the third aliyah on the day of Atinas, just as the Rabbin inside was saying, Tachanun sitting up because of the stone floor, which reminds us that one of the reasons given as to why Rub did not bow down on the floor during Tachanun is that there was a stone floor in his section, and he did not want to be over on bowing down on an Muskis. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Yavram Godin wishing a great day and great learning.